welcome to the Content Collective Podcast with Kim and Takara. The workshop-style podcast is giving you actionable tips to help you create content that connects and organically converts. Now, Takara is a content marketing strategist who comes from ad agency life, working with brands such as Nike, Microsoft, and T-Mobile. She's used content marketing to grow her and her husband's brand into a six-figure business. Kim is a real estate professional and a biz strategist that has used content marketing to amplify her message in her community. She's passionate about community revitalization and has used her platform to develop programs for small businesses that puts thousands of dollars back into underserved communities each month. So if you're searching for tools to help you amplify your brand message and grow your influence, this is a place to be. Grab something to take notes and get ready because we're about to dive in. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Content Collective Podcast. You are being joined by myself, Takara Martin, and my biz bestie and childhood bestie, Kim. What's up, Kim? Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? (laughs) So we're on part two of our uh, three-part series, How to Identify and Speak to Your Ideal Customer Avatar. Um, And I'm very excited about this because I feel like even though people may even know who their customer avatar is, I think doing an exercise like this is really going to help you learn how to connect to them and speak to them. Trust me, I wish I had known this 10 years ago. (laughs) The time, the money I would have made, this is golden right here. This is golden. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it, it really isn't apparent, I think, until you really start talking to people who are already coming to you, talking to people who are already coming at you. So um, part two is going to be all about re- really revisiting what we started in part one, where we asked you those three key questions. And then now part two, what we're going to do is really dive deep into those answers to be able to just like put put a, a pretty, pretty much you're going to be putting a name to your ideal customer avatar. And then at the end of this, we are going to introduce you to our ideal customer avatar, um, who we've named Michelle after Kimberly's mother. Um, and so we'll go ahead and dive right in to number one of part two. Um, Kim, before we get started, do you have anything to say? Well, I wanted to mention that wonderful little downloadable. I hope that before you tune into this, that you head right over to thecontentcollective.io. We have an awesome free, that means zero dot zero zero dollars, <laughs> downloadable at our website for you to, um, it, it's a good run through. There's uh, three questions to answer, and it's highly recommended that you do that prior to listening to this. That really kind of dwells into the part one of this three-part series. So if you have not already, hit that pause button, head over to, again, thecontentcollective.io and get that free downloadable for how to identify and speak to your ideal customer. Absolutely. And yeah, and definitely follow along in part one. Like, again, we call this a workshop style because we really are diving deep into this, um, the, these exercises. So yes, go to the website, um, go ahead and go to this very first episode um, of this. And then right now what we're going to do is jump in as if we basically have already gone through part one. Is that cool? Absolutely. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right. So in the um, first 
episode of this series, we basically asked you three questions. And the very first question in that was, um, where were you when you realized you needed you? Or, you know, what was going on with the people around you? Because not everyone, you know, has been at a certain place at a certain time that when they created their product, they were just, you know, seeing a need in the market and was like, man, it would be awesome if the market had this. So the idea behind this question is really tapping into the story of what was going on in your life or your customers' lives that said, this is what they need and I'm going to create it for them. And I love this. And I think this is so important. And you said it best because of really, ideally, your idea customer will mirror you at some point in your life, at some point in your journey, it is you. Um, I'm going to give a little instance of when I started my business, uh, hair extensions, many, many moons ago. And where I was at that point in my life, I was a college student. And I had fried, dyed, I mean, my hair was a hot mess. It was so broken off. I was trying to be cute, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And um, in the beauty supply stores, I was noticing it was a lot of the uh, just hair that was, how can I put it, uh, cheap. (laughs) Uh, after two weeks, you, you were looking like you had a rat's nest balled up on the back of your neck. I don't know if anybody remembers those hair extension days before Indian hair came along. Right. Or this is all we could afford. I'm like me, I couldn't afford anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was the thing. Um, there were other options out there, but those options were all the way in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, you know, I know that there are many other girls, women out there that are like me that want to have protective hairstyling that don't want to walk around spending all this money because they have to get their hair done every two weeks to 30 days because the hair is horrible. You're ending up spending more money. So that's where I was. And I have to say this concept really helps you, like Takar said, when it comes to telling a story, giving that personal experience behind your brand of why you are doing what you're doing, why you're offering what you're offering. This is a very important step in truly speaking to your ideal customer. So please don't take this step lightly. This is, this is a good one, you guys. We're giving you some nuggets here. Yeah, and actually this story wrote the first chapter in Kenyans in my first book when, when we thought about this um, because we kept getting the same question over and over again um, about soul ties. And Kenyan and I had a very, um, you know, from a faith-based perspective, soul ties, we had a very different idea of that based, you know, that, that really didn't sound like what people were hearing coming out of the church. And basically, all people were asking us was, how do I get over a toxic relationship? How do I get out of this toxic relationship? And so one day we did Girl Periscope Days. Long ago on Periscope, people were asking us, well, what did you do? And I sat there and I started talking about all the different steps that I took really to break myself free from this person. And um, they were like, and then they kept coming back for more questions. And I'm like, well... Babe, if they keep asking, I call my husband, sorry if I say babe, I'm talking to my husband, not too kids. <laughs> but like, keep asking for this, and we have been through similar experiences, let's think about where we were, and then what we did, and then put some research and put education behind that. And literally, once we sat down, we put the book, we outlined it, we did everything, and then the introduction, I was like, okay, 
the book itself is very instructional and it's very um, helpful and like, hey, this is what you need to be doing as you're, you know, detoxing from a toxic person. Well, in the beginning, I'm like, because mostly, you know, a man wrote it, but our audience was a woman, right? All the women kept coming to us and I'm like, okay, a man wrote this. How do we connect, create a connective story to this and someone who was likely going to be purchasing this book? And it was where I was when I realized I needed this. And so if you go to the very first chapter of our book, that's what this story is, literally. And I start telling you where I was, what I was doing, what my mental state was, like everything. But when we now market our book, because we still sell it, it's been three years, we still sell that book like crazy. When we market it, it's still going back to that woman where she was and what she was dealing with. And that story by itself sells the book by and large. Love it. So no, I, I think that's so integral in forming this ideal avatar or so to speak customer. So as we roll into this, I want you to really think about, you know, again, since you are your ideal uh, customer, it's mirroring you to start, start to going into these questions. You know, is your avatar a woman or a man? How old are they? Are they 20 something, 30 something, 50 something? Do they have a college degree? Um, what's their job? You know, blue collar, white collar. Are they a, you know, self-employed, a stay-at-home mom maybe? Or maybe they're a college student. Um, think of things. Where do they live? Are they a city girl? Are they a suburban mom, a suburban dad? <laughs> you know, for the men too. Um, and then what worries them? Think about what keeps them up at night. You know, remember, you're thinking about you when you realized you needed you, when you needed that product or when you needed that service. So think about, you know, for me, again, you know, relating to my situation, I also uh, had a friend that had alopecia. Her and her mother were experiencing alopecia for medications that they were having. And, you know, of course, it, it's their journey. It was, became my journey, you know. So think of all those things that, you know, influenced your desire to bring this product our service um, and then finish with a statement they feel like a lot of their problems would be solved if they had your product or service because it will help them blank and you fill in that blank boom that's i mean and that's that's super good that very one statement they feel like a lot of their problems would be solved if you inserted your product or service because it will help them blank. I, and I think what this also does, um, and I know we're going to get into talking to your customer the next episode, but what, what being able to finish a statement like that does also is helps you then be able to properly tell people, here's what it is that I do. You know, my product or service does this and it helps people to be able to do this. And if you continue to practice that and like really write that statement down, but then begin to practice it over and over again, it helps you better explain and, and concisely tell people who you are and what it is that you're going to be able to help them do. Love it. So that was number one in part two. Let's go ahead and roll into part, sorry, let's roll into number two. <laughs> And I'm going to let you take that away, Takara. Okay, cool. So um, the second question that we have now, again, we're looking at 
what do they do now on their spare time? We want you to list at least two things. And while this may seem super trivial, we want you to really think about, you know, when they aren't busy working, when they get time to relax, here's what they enjoy doing. And honestly, if you wrote down two things, you know, all the things that you enjoy doing on your spare time, pick two things that you, the, the two really that you do the most. Um, and the two that, and I would say even that you know of other people that do this along with you that you have things in common with. And it's the reason why it's so important is because it helps you figure out where they hang out. It help, you know, if they do like HGTV, they're likely going to be on Pinterest or House, um, H-O-U-Z-Z, which is like, if you're remodeling, that, that is the place to be. Um, you know, so different places. If they love outdoor stuff, what websites are they hanging out at? What Facebook groups are they in? What people are they following? If you're really going to tap into that person, so it helps you figure out where they are, what has their attention, where they're hanging out, but then it also is going to really help you be able to connect with them in Absolutely. your content, your stories, whatever you're putting out. <clears throat> kind of things that be able to say, hey, that helps you be able to say, hey, I'm like you too. Absolutely. And I think this is another um, time where you kind of think in the perspective of, because I know hearing this question, oh, what do they like to do in their spare time? You might think, that, that's silly. Why, why do I need to know that? Like, that's just ridiculous. But we promise there's a method to this madness. It really is. Um, when you think about it, and again, I try to kind of relate a little bit with hair extensions. You know, if their hobbies are hiking, well, that gives ideas of how you can market and how you can, again, speak to that ideal customer. Um, nobody likes to go outside and then come back in with their hair being an Afro, you know? <laughs> If you're in a state where there's a lot of humidity, you know, so again, this does actually help you how to speak to your ideal customer. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about, remember, you're, we're, we're all about helping you create content that connects and knowing where your customer is, what they like, what they do. Again, likely it's going to be you because your customer, they want to connect to people that they have stuff in common with. They want to connect to people that makes them feel like I'm not in this by myself. So this is, again, just another place for you to really hone in on that and nail that down. Absolutely. All right. So we're flowing through this. I hope that you guys are already like finding all the good value in this. Let's go on to number three. So we want you to think about what types of content do they enjoy consuming the most? What makes them want to take action based on that content? So are they like Pinterest addicts? Are they constantly pinning, pinning, pinning to get ideas because there's HGTV lovers and they love doing DIY stuff. So they're constantly on Pinterest. Or maybe they're more of a social butterfly. They may be like the nightlife club scene and they're maybe more on the, like the TikTok. You know? <laughs> maybe they're posting TikTok videos. They're the ones doing the TikTok dance-offs and things of that nature. No, it's not me either, but that's okay. We don't judge. Hey, get it, girl. Get your TikTok video on. But <laughs> no, but think about, again, you know, where do they like to spend their spare time? What content are they absorbing? And then what makes them act? And again, remember this ultimately mirrors you. So are you scrolling through Instagram feeds? You know, when you see maybe a waist trainer ad, mm -hmm. does it make you say, what makes you say, oh, I want that? 
Mm-hmm. What is what is making you relate to that? What is making you want to click on that, go to that website, and ultimately even think about purchasing that product? So those are the things that you want to think about. Yeah, I go to uh, Pinterest. Um, Pinterest, I have bought recently, especially like what in the world? I can't go anywhere, but somehow Pinterest has me purchasing clothes. I don't know why. I don't know why. But it's like I'm on Pinterest and I'm on Instagram. And, and typically the stuff, the videos really make me like zoom in. And then um, honestly, um, especially on Pinterest, I'm always looking at, because Pinterest and all these algorithms have a way of um, really retargeting you based on even if you just stop on a photo. And so for me, typically what makes me buy is I love seeing the before and after of stuff. Waist trainers. Um, I love... <laughs> Like, you know, so that sort of thing. And then I really do um, the videos that really show you the, the product uh, or whatever in action. I don't, I don't really buy a lot of stuff other than clothes and shoes um, online. Um, but I would say when I was even purchasing, let's say, from a coach, um, one of the things that I would love to do is watch um, either in her Instagram stories or on, you know, her images and stuff that she was posting. She was always telling a story that was like, oh my God, yes. Like, like, have you ever read something on Instagram that had you like nodding your head like, yeah, oh my God, no, that's me. Yes, that's- <laughs> like they're talking directly to me. Like, all of my money now. Like- <laughs> you understand me. You get me. <laughs> and it's always the stories. Um, it, it, man, it's exactly a story. And next week we're going to get more into like creating and shaping those stories. But um, man, it really does help when you can find a way to position yourself right in the center of the lives of the people you're trying to reach. Absolutely. I agree. Tell me, so what kind of content do you consume the most? I, well, embarrassed to say. That there's no judgment. <laughs> I'm an Instagramaholic. I am. I can't stay off of it. I have to like intentionally like shut it down. Yeah. No, that's, I, I get it. I'm a hundred percent with you there. Um, I'm trying to get better at it, but no, Instagram has <laughs> become a drug of choice um, of late. So I totally get it. So I just wanted to know like kind of what, what you are consuming these days. That's all. No, yeah. Instagram. And I have to say it does influence me. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I've been a sheep and I. <laughs> yeah. I know, but that's yeah. When it comes to, I mean, fashion and just even, Hey, this, this wig, Instagram, it was because of Instagram. Yep. All on IG. So interesting. Okay. All right. How do you like it? Now what what about you? My content? Pinterest. I already know. (laughs) I'm all over Pinterest. And and honestly, Pinterest and um Instagram. And now because of business wise, I really have to shut it off more so because I am very cognizant of making sure that any ideas that we have, anything that we're bringing to the content collective are things that are directly coming from me. And because in the past I've researched business stuff, I've had to literally reshape and like retrain my algorithms to show me things only having to do with clothes and, you know, home decor and stuff like that. And so I stay off and I really have even unfollowed some accounts just so I can keep my mind fresh and free flowing of ideas um, for us. But yeah, at any given moment, if I'm trying to just 
relaxed even you will find me on Pinterest looking at sofas that I can't afford. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, it's a healthy drug. I'm not judging. So window shopping. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I guess we're going to speak to now our avatar. We're going to read about So, and, and the reason why this was so important um, to kind of pull it all together is because, again, once you sit down and you actually write about your person and you write this person out, every time you go to create content, you're going to be saying, okay, um, and us, you know, for us, Michelle, what is it that you need from me this week? Michelle, how is it that I can serve you this week? Michelle, how is it that I am going to help you move the needle forward in your life, in your business, in your home? Like whatever it is that we do, you know, we look at it and we say, here's what she's going through. Here's what she likes and here's what she's doing, you know, and and what sort of things are we putting out? What sort of content are we going to be putting out that's going to help her, you know, sleep easier at night about whatever it is that she's going through? Absolutely. So I hope that you guys are prepared to name your idea avatar and we're about to dive in to our beautiful avatar named michelle yes 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 miss michelle so um here's what we came up with um michelle is a 35 year old woman that lives in the suburbs of atlanta georgia she is married with two kids and has spent a great deal of her adult life putting everyone else's needs above her own She enjoys HGTV, collecting endless ideas on Pinterest for her life and business, and a relaxing day to her is, sorry, and a relaxing day to her is quiet time that she uses to create and let her mind wander. Her guilty pleasures are tacos, murder mysteries, and Instagram scrolling. She works in a comfortable corporate job, but has always felt like she was destined for more. Only she's been too afraid to really bet on herself and is even more terrified to do it at her age. She thought she'd be in a much different place now. Even though she started her business and gets customers here and there, she feels weird about anything dealing with sales or selling. So she keeps quiet about her brilliant idea, never wanting to quote unquote bother anyone by telling them about her products that can help them. A lot of Michelle's problems would be solved if she had a content marketing strategist because It will help her learn how to effectively communicate her offering to her audience and connect with them organically. I love Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) She's my sweet. Yes. So as you can see how we kind of formulated our idea, customer slash avatar, we want you to dive in deep and do the same. Again, I hope that you guys listened to part two as well, got that free downloadable and answer those three questions. Then here in part two, there was another series of three questions to ask yourself to really truly dive in deep again and form your ideal avatar. So at this point, you should have identified the who you are speaking to and don't go anywhere. Stay tuned because next week we're going to be coming back with part three where we're going to go even deeper. We're about to go right into the deep end and dwell in to teach you how to now speak to your idea avatar.
Absolutely. And if you're on Instagram, follow us at thecontentcollective.io and send us your write-up of who your ideal customer avatar is. Like, let us, like, send it to us. Let us read it. Let us find out about her. Let us get to know her with you. Um, we would love for you to be sharing those with us. And um, we would love to be able to connect with you about how to even better speak to your ideal customer avatar. Absolutely. So I hope you guys found value in this. We're so excited to be with you guys next week and we shall see you soon. Yay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Content Collective Podcast. How would you like to receive a free 30-minute content strategy call with us? Every month, we select a lucky winner. And all you have to do to win is screenshot this episode and share it in your IG stories. Be sure to tag thecontentcollective.io. If you're on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a review as well because we can't grow without you. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.